fixing the floor. Scrapper's fixing the floor. Mix is part of the crew. Mix is part of the crew. And they're building a space bridge with bulkhead constructicons too. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode four of season three of Transformers Animated. It is threes a crowd. This episode was written by Rich Fogel, who we've met before on this show many times, and he banged out a great episode this time. But the oh, last yes. time on Transformers Animated, Megatron returned to Earth with Omega Supreme under his control, and the Autobots saved the day. And in this episode, Bulk and Sumdak are in Sumdak Towers building a space bridge. Yep, we're burning the midnight oil trying to rebuild this space bridge so they can contact Cybertron to warn them about Shockwave and Dr. Sumdak doesn't like the way that smashed up headmaster unit is looking at him yeah they i guess that's where they're storing it post uh battle uh, <laughs> but these two really hit it off and then they don't and some decks kind of kind of an idiot in this episode but um he, he does mention that he's disabled the decepticon signal dampener yeah he was up all night doing that last night so he's really tired today and uh, i guess the thing works because the Autobots are hot on the trail of a Decepticon, but I guess they forgot that Decepticons can still detect them because the Decepticon <laughs> turns around and comes back at them, and it's Lugnut. Yeah, while Lugnut's attacking them, uh, we go back to Bulk and Sumdeck, and he's loading the power core onto a forklift, uh, and he's putting all the spark fragments into it, and he's telling Sumdeck, hey, don't worry, I know what I'm doing, this is enough all the spark, and then the floor gives away, and he's like, yeah, but I don't know my load-bearing physics. <laughs> yes! And then the forklift, the device, and the headmaster unit fall through the floor as a Dr. Sumdak, but Bulkhead fires his wrecking ball down, he grabs onto it and and pulls him up just as the other stuff goes through the next floor and then another floor and then finally <laughs> stops like four floors down. It's very Looney Tunes. Uh, so he he holds Sumdak up and Sumdak basically says, you know, fuck this, I'm going to bed. <laughs> he leaves and Bulk realizes he's going to need some, I'm making quote signs here, dear listener, structural experts to help fix this floor. Yep, he knows just how to find them, but then the Allspark shard lights up down below and the forklift and the headmaster unit and the, I called it the whatever it is, start to pull together. Yeah, this is like basic things you don't put together. He should have known. Hey, you don't leave uh, an AllSpark fragment around the headmaster. <laughs> anyway, um, we go to Mix and Scrap, who are checking out cars being built on an assembly line, I think? Yeah, but it's like they're acting like they're at the strip club. Like, hey, look at the rack and pinions on that one, Scrap. And Well, if they're watching cars being built and they're viewing it sexually, I guess it's kind of the the equivalent of conception, so maybe this is porn to them. <laughs> One way to look at it, I guess. But uh, Scrapper reaches for another barrel of oil and their bulkhead is here now and scrapper just grabs him by the throat and it's like how'd you find us yeah yeah i i do wish they had a line where bulkhead tried something else he had one other choice and that didn't work so he had to go to the constructicons but he he explains hey dude we we can track you again and here's the deal i've got a job for you yep but they don't work for local 78 78 78 8 anymore <laughs> now they're decepticons <laughs> uh and uh, and um Bulkhead's like, okay, but what are you doing? Like, you're sitting around here. Where's Megatron? What are you? Where are your great projects? I'm offering you a job, and it's a big job. Yep, they'll do it as long as it's under the table so Megatron doesn't find out. And now we're back at the tower, and the broken floor that couldn't hold Bulkhead in a forklift when it was intact is now holding up Bulkhead, a cement truck, and an excavator, <laughs> and tra Scrapper transforms, and they get to work. Yeah. Uh, Bulkhead has a little bit where he's like, hey, you know, why don't you become Autobots again? We'll just put a sticker over that branding you've gotten. 
they kind of <laughs> yeah. think about it for a bit, but they're distracted because Scrap has his like his claw down that hole, and he he he's got a big one here. There's something fighting back. Yeah, he transforms and he's like using the shovel like a fishing rod. And when he finally gets the thing out of the hole in the floor, it's the forklift from before, and it transforms. Yeah, into well, we find out his name is Dirt Boss, but he he reminded me of Modok from um. Marvel, old Marvel comics, not like the new universe stuff. But yeah, he's Dirt Boss and he's got a big fucking attitude, even though he's like shin high. Yeah, he's another construction worker stereotype. He actually looks pretty funny. <laughs> he's in charge of this outfit now and it's Dirt Boss. Yeah, you want to fight about it? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> really? now apparently he is G1 bombshell because he shoots something into Scrapper's head and Scrapper starts punching himself in the face yeah, yeah dirt boss is basically giving him a stop hitting yourself stop hitting yourself yeah but i do like he, he actually what he's saying is hey we got a problem punch we got a problem punch and then bulkhead goes on the comedy he's like oh optimus we have a problem yes that made me fucking laugh and uh with the autobots they're all laid out all over the road and optimus tells bulkhead yeah that's fucking great man but we got a bigger one lugnut flies out of the crater and transforms into his I called it his Robotech Battleoid mode and fires all the missiles in commercial break. And when we come back, the Autobots dodge all the missiles and Bulk <laughs> hears them on the other end. I guess he leaves the comms open, but he's like, yeah, okay, you guys are busy. I'll deal with this myself. But then we get some really, really good tactical combat orchestrated by Optimus. Yeah, because Lugnut wants to know where's Megatron and he wants to know now. And Optimus tells Bumblebee, right, you keep him distracted while we try and slap the cuffs on him. So Bumblebee zaps him and it's still useless, but it does make Lugnut flinch a bit now. And then when he flinches, he kind of laughs it off. Ratchet grabs them by the ankles with his magnet beams and kind of holds them in place, although Lugnut is dragging Ratchet along. Yeah. But while he's slowed down, Optimus pole vaults with... I think he's got Prowl on his shoulder. He's yeah. Mondo, but he pole vaults with his axe. And they come down basically on his wrists and slap two sets of stasis cuffs on him. But Lugnut's like, ah, ha, ha, these things are useless unless they're linked. So Optimus just uses his grappling hook and links them, and down Lugnut goes. And he drags Optimus with him, but seriously, great, great um, master scene there. That was mm. just awesome. But the only problem now is how are they going to get him out of that crater? <laughs> Back at Sumdak Tower, uh, Sumdak arrives and sees the Constructicons, and right away, well, there's a little bit with Dirt Boss where Bulk is like, hey, I'm not going to mess with you. But Sumdak comes in, he's like, get them out of here. Get them out of here now, but Dirt Boss isn't going to let someone smaller than him be in charge. But uh, kind of ironic. But Bulkhead gets between them and says, this human works for me. Wink. Yeah, now get and, back uh, to work, oh. human. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> and some deck doesn't pick up on any of it. No. Which, it, and later it gets dumb that he doesn't pick up. But he really is an idiot. But uh, he goes, oh, oh, and runs away. Don't kill me. You, I was right. You are worse than Megatron. So... Dirt Boss then explains his plan, and this is where it becomes a mob story. He wants to basically control the oil racket in Detroit. Yep, they're going to protect the city's oil by holding it hostage, I guess. Yeah. So now we're out on the highway, and Sparkplug is driving an oil tanker with G1 sludge on the side of yeah. it. That was kind of neat. And uh, today he's got an Australian accent for no reason besides why not. And the Constructicons block the road and transform and shake the truck back and forth till he falls out the window. So two things. One, it's kind of cool that Sludge is on the logo, but why, where did they get that from? Like the Dinobots exist. So why, do, how do they know what Sludge looks like? Yeah, anyway, exactly. um, it, it's a, it's a good uh, little uh, Easter egg though. But uh, the other thing is I, I thought Spike had like a yokel accent, like, what y'all doing here? But yeah. 
Not today, but <laughs> but Bulkhead catches up to them and tells them, Milk, you can't steal oil trucks, but Mixmaster gives them a pair of cement shoes that don't fit too good. They're too tight. And uh, they make off with the oil rig, and now it's the spinning newspaper bit that's in every show, and it's got headlines like, Pain at the pumps, and oil profits dry up, because they stole one truck. <laughs> and it has pictures of the Constructicons <laughs> in it, all three of them, and then it's followed by a scene of San Fanzone asking uh, Bulk at the scene of the crime yes. who did it. Well, it's it's been in the papers, and also, how much time happened in this yes. montage? Because <laughs> What? Managed at least three newspapers, but yeah, the truck is right there, but hey, he Fanzone tells Bulkhead, yeah, tell your friends to smarten up, because I hate machines, and Back with the Autobots, they still can't get Lugnut out of this crater, and the cable snaps. In the time that three newspapers have printed their lead stories, <laughs> and the Constructicons have begun a cr uh, crime spree. They're, <laughs> They're just at. getting Lugnut out now. Yeah, But yeah, the cable snaps, and he flattens Ratchet, who was trying to <laughs> magnet beam him from the bottom of the thing. But now we're back at the scrap place they were at before, and Mixer Scrapper are having a little taste, and Dirt Boss gets after them for drinking the profits. Yes, you do not get high on your own supply. But Bulk's outside spying on them, and while he's spying on them, uh, some Dak comes up and he's like, I brought you the whatever, the warp thing, uh, because I didn't want you to beat me again. <laughs> Because he still hasn't figured out that Bulkhead was just trying to protect him, like, just get him to leave the room. So Bulkhead fills him in now, but now Dirt Boss is here, and he asks, hey, who are you talking to there, bud? And so we, again, Bulkhead puts on the act and sends Sumdak running off with the device. But he literally just told Sumdak, hey, don't worry, it's an all an act, I'm trying to keep you safe. And when he gets angry at him again, wink, wink, Sumdak <laughs> thinks he's being serious, and he runs off in fear, like, the... He is exceptionally stupid in this episode. <laughs> but Dirt Boss says, that I guess they're not going to worry about him. Dirt Boss says they're going to squeeze every last drop of oil from the humans, so they're going to withhold oil to make humans give them more oil. Yeah, his plan falls apart here. I mean, and the, the local oil refinery, I guess, is like their competition. So, yeah, they're going to blow it up. But Bulk is like, enough of that. I'm going to attack you now. Mm -hmm. And Mixmaster again gets the cement at him, but Bulkhead dodges out of that and fires his wrecking ball, which gets stuck in Mixmaster's cement cannon. So they just drag Bulkhead along. <laughs> Commercial break. And when we come back, the Constructicons dragging bulk uh, arrive at the oil refinery. Yep. And nobody works back shift here. So they got the place for themselves. And Dirt Boss has had enough of Bulkhead trying to talk them out of it. He tells them, you know, deal with that guy. So Bulkhead just points out, though, if they blow this place up, where are they going to get more oil? And Mixmaster's like, oh, didn't think about that. Uh, but Dirt Boss doesn't give a shit. He, he's like, all right, fuck you. Now, okay, when he put he puts the little thing and uh mix uh mix his forehead but when he did it to scrapper he could control scrapper but scrapper was like oh what am i doing but when he puts it on mix mix just kind of like it's mind control yeah it seems like it and uh where they're connected by the cable the all they and bulkhead and mix end up doing is just throwing each other around then the other guy goes with him and landing on each other <laughs> so back with the autobots trying to pull a lug nut out he he was like preaching his megatron gospel before <laughs> so they've like tied his mouth shut yes. and because his mouth is shut and bulk left his communications open they hear his fight and realize oh we gotta we'll come back for lug nut later we gotta go help uh bulkhead right now yep he's not going anywhere they transform and roll out and back with bulkhead mixmaster throws him into an oil tank which ruptures it and oil starts gushing out and then they hear bumblebee's voice over that open calm thing and scrapper realizes bulkhead you know has the phone going here they 
the Autobots can hear them. Yes, and I guess to well speed it along, uh, Dirt Boss puts his little clamp thing in Bulkhead's head, and he says, "You know what? You blow the oil refinery up." And Mixmaster's like, "Uh, I'm still connected to this guy." Yeah, and Scrapper's like, "Yeah, it's nothing personal there, Mix. It's business." And my old boss used to say that to the lobsters before he threw them in the pot of boiling water. <laughs> Sorry, guy, it's business. Splash. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Mix is like, well, he he actually kind of goes quiet here. He really just becomes a weapon in a bit because the Autobots arrive and Sumdak is on site and he he says, hey, you know what? I guess he's figured it out now, even though he was whatever. But uh, he's like, hey, uh, Bulk is here with the Constructicons, but he's not helping them. He's lying to them. And then Bulk runs in attacking them, swinging his ball and chain around, except Mix is attached to it. Yeah, Mix Master is the wrecking ball now. But uh, he... Tell again, like with Scrapper, he knows what he's doing, but he can't control it. He's like, guys, I'm not under my own control. And Dirt Boss is like, all right, finish them already so we can get back to work. So Optimus just blasts his like fire extinguisher glue gun thing at him. And uh, they they get into a scuffle. Those two fight and then uh, Scrap attacks B. Yeah. And then Prowl tells Bumblebee, you know, watch those sparks from your stingers because there's oil everywhere. You don't want to let it on fire. And Optimus manages to get bulkhead down and ratchet magnet beams the bombshell thing out of his head and then bulkhead just uses some oil from the ground to loosen his wrecking ball because i guess that was the wd-40 tank and he just <laughs> sends mcmaster flying yeah he launches him uh and mix smashes into scrap and because it's metal on metal they create a bunch of sparks and all that huge oil uh puddle lights up mm -hmm. and now scrapper's fist is stuck in mixmaster's chest somehow and they want to run for it but dirt boss is like no you books aren't going nowhere and he gets on scrapper's shoulders and takes manual control some i guess because he's part of the headmaster thing maybe that's how we can do it yeah i get it i i really thought we were going to get devastator here and i'm a little disappointed we didn't yeah. but with the show i get the feeling and i'm gonna bet in the series finale, we're going to see Devastator. I hope. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the Autobots start trying to put out the fire, but it's just too intense, and that tank is going to explode, so Dr. Sumdak suggests transwarping it away with this device he's got, the Plasma Dynamic Thruster. Yeah, so uh, basically, they teleport the thing because they adjust it, or bulk adjusts it, so that it doesn't go to another... Uh, you know, point in space, although why not? Yeah. Instead, they just <laughs> teleport it to above Lake Erie, just off the coast of Lake Erie, Dinobot Island, Volcano Dinobot Island, and it falls in the water and blows up. But they still have to deal with Lugnut, and, but when they get back to the crater, he's gone. Yeah, we have a, a neat shot of he Lugnut's flying through the air with somebody, and he's like, hey, listen, don't tell anybody that uh, the Autobots caught me, right? And we cut to, I guess, Liar Starscream, who's Ramjet? He's but, painted like Ramjet. Uh, yeah, according to the wiki, he's Ramjet. Anyway, they're flying off into the night. They really didn't think this one through, did they? The Autobots managed to hunt down and capture a Decepticon, but they can't get him out of the gigantic hole he made in the ground. Now, they probably planned on sending him to Cybertron to face justice if and when they get their space bridge finished, but what were they going to do with him in the meantime? Put him in jail? Make him stand in the corner? Here's an idea. Never mind wasting time trying to get him out. Just leave him in there and fill in the fucking hole. Pack it down. Plant some flowers. Probably take just as long at the rate you're going trying to haul him up. The signal dampener's still working. The other Decepticons won't be able to track him. 70 feet of dirt should muffle his voice and keep him from being seen from the air. Besides, the hole's in the middle of a major highway. They're going to need to fill it in to fix the road, right? Might as well get the ball rolling on that. Solve both problems at the same time. Then again, they'd need to dig him back up when they get 
space bridge working, so maybe curve the road around them like Bugs Bunny or fill the crater in with water and build a bridge over them. Yeah, that'd probably be easier. Save yourself a lot of Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show, Three's a Crowd. Paul, what'd you think of Three's a Crowd? I liked it. It's a, it's a Rich Fogel episode. He's usually... Uh... Usually writes some pretty good ones. Yeah, it, this was it was solid. I like the pacing. There was some decent character development. Some Dak, uh, I mentioned a couple times, he, he was stupider, just more of a, an idiot than usual. And the, the whole time issue with the montage was a little silly. Uh, but yeah, everything else worked really well. And maybe, like, just maybe this means the headmaster unit is gone for good. Like, be nice if we never saw it, or especially him, ever again. Yeah, I'd be okay if the headmaster, if a headmaster unit came back. But yeah, no more of uh, Masterson. <laughs> the next episode Paul and I are going to review is Where Is Thy Sting? If you want to see a couple pricks, you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at pmcpherson1. Yeah, and I'm sure there are people from Corinth on there if you want to send them a letter or two. And to make sure you rate us and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends and tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Ain't at the pumps.